Today we're going to chat all about discovery calls. So I think in the past I've made a podcast episode about this before, but it is 2024, things are changing, the way that we are buying, the way that we're selling is changing. So I figured it was probably time to redo this episode and give you guys the most up-to-date information about this because discovery calls, especially for those of us who offer high-ticket services, Um, or we're doing a lot of one-on-one client work, we typically hop on some sort of sales call, some sort of discovery call before that ends up being a finalized deal, right? So when it comes to discovery calls, there's a few things that you really need to understand. The first thing is the discovery call isn't supposed to be the end-all be-all call, okay? I see a lot of service providers hop on discovery calls, and I was super guilty of this when I first got started too because I didn't know the difference, but they hop on discovery calls and they treat it more like a business exchange where you're trying to close a deal with someone right then and there on the call. And the reality of it is a discovery call should just be a place where you discover more about the person and they get to learn a little bit more about your business and if it's the right fit for them. That's all it really is. It should be more of a personal kind of interaction where you're talking, you're getting to know them, they're getting to know you, and it shouldn't be this strict force thing where, you know, I know everyone's going to get nervous before they hop on a call. I still get nervous and I've done probably close to like 200 of these now, but you shouldn't, it shouldn't be this like anxiety driven kind of call where it's like, oh my God, is this person going to close the sale? Are they not? Like, am I going to say the right things? The whole point of this is to just relax, get to know the person better. Shouldn't be any longer than like 20 minutes. Okay. If you're going longer than 20 minutes on a discovery call, there's probably something wrong there. Okay. (laughs) They should not be going longer than 20 minutes and people shouldn't be asking you for tips and tricks and all of like your your golden nuggets while on the discovery call you should be doing most of the talking so here's the the big things that i want to cover inside this little mini episode okay first things first as you guys probably if you are on the email list if you saw the email that went out today i talked a little bit about some discovery call stuff and one of the things that i mentioned was a pre-call party So what I want you to do when it comes to prepping your discovery calls is think of it like like a red carpet event, okay? You're you're meeting someone for the first time, but you are the interviewer, okay? You're the one with the camera, you're the one with the microphone, you're asking them all the questions, okay? So when you are the interviewer, you want to make sure that you have questions ready to go. You want to make sure that you have questions about their business, about who they are, about uh, what they, what their goals are, what their desires, their dreams are, all that sort of stuff you should be asking on the discovery call. They should not be asking you those questions. Okay. If somebody is hopping on a discovery call to work with you, they have probably already done research on you. Okay. As they should. They've probably already looked at your social media. They've already looked at your portfolio. They've already looked at X, Y, and Z. They they might even already have a ballpark of how much it's going to cost to work with you. But that stuff comes later, okay? The, the, The pricing, all of that stuff comes after the discovery call, after you send over a proposal. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little bit of a cold. But you should not be 
talking numbers on the discovery call. You should be asking them thought-provoking questions in a way that gets you the answer of, can I actually serve this person? Can I actually provide services that are going to help them, that are actually going to get them to achieve their goals and to, you know, achieve whatever project they're trying to work on? All right, they should be open-ended questions to to encourage detailed responses, all right? That's the whole point of hopping on a discovery call. The next big thing that I want you to understand is that you want to have some sort of connection with this person. It shouldn't just be, hey, I'm going to hop on this Zoom call with them and we're just going to sit there for 20 minutes and I'm going to ask them questions straight up. That should not be the intention of this call, all right? I want you to think of it as an exchange between the two of you. So start out the call with some sort of like icebreaker. Again, before you hop on the call, you need to make sure you research them. You need to make sure that you do a deep dive on them, okay? I always tell people when you hop on discovery calls, it should be like you're planning for a first date. So let's say like you met somebody online or you're going on a date with someone who's a friend of a friend and you've never met them before, but obviously you're going to do some deep diving and figure out who the heck they are. So what are you going to do? You're going to go on their Facebook. You're going to go on their Instagram. You're going to maybe look them up on the internet. That's the exact same thing you're going to do with these companies or with these other with these potential clients that you're meeting up with. You want to deep dive on them. Do your research. Figure out what sort of commonality do you have between this person and yourself, all right? Again, in the email that I sent out, I used the example of Sarah who hopped on a discovery call with someone and before she hopped on the call, she realized, hey, this person loves miniature poodles. She found their... Facebook and their Instagram and saw that this person was posting about them, the CEO of the company was posting about them on their own personal page, and she brought it up during the call. She didn't say she was stalking them, of course, and trying to get all the, the as many details as possible, but she casually brought it up in conversation, all right? And what ended up happening, it was an easygoing conversation among friends, and that sparked a collaboration, that sparked interest. When you have this connection with someone, it's so much easier to sell to them and for them to want to buy from you over somebody else, okay? So try and find commonalities between you and this other person. And I'm telling you, 99% of the time, if you don't find this, again, if this is more of like you're working one-on-one with this person, if you don't find commonalities, in my past experience, I've noticed that it's so much harder to work with someone who I don't share any sort of interests with. All right, or I don't share any sort of like past experiences with. A lot of my clients that I've worked with, they are have also been to the same areas of the country as me. Um, some of them may have been swimmers in college or they're also dog parents. So when I hop on these calls with them, it doesn't feel like I'm talking with someone who's going to pay me thousands of dollars a month to work with me and vice versa. It it feels way more natural and flowy and, you know, a little light banter here and there. It makes it so much easier to have a conversation with person with a person all right so i challenge you when you hop on this discovery call whenever you're you're meeting with someone or you know maybe this is your first time do your research beforehand okay do your research and figure out who this person is who are you talking with if it's a group of people sometimes you might hop on a discovery call and it's a team of people maybe like two or three people that are on the call 
Again, find some commonalities, okay? Ask who's going to be on the call. Look them up. You know, we're, we live in a very digital age. You can easily find information about people online if they already have a social media presence. So use that to your advantage and take as many notes as you can and see what sort of things can naturally come up in conversation. The next thing I want to talk about is going back to the whole finances budget kind of thing. That question is bound to come up inside of any sort of discovery call. Like, especially if this is somebody who most likely isn't going to be a good fit for you. Um, Typically, people with lower budgets will ask about this on the call. In my experience, it's best to say I can't give you any personalized advice because I haven't looked at I haven't done a deep dive in your business yet. We also haven't chatted about all the different options that are available to you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with a three-tier proposal where I can give you multiple packages and multiple options where we can chat about which one fits your needs best at this time. All right, you don't have to use it exactly word for word like that, but this is where you want to direct them to looking out for an email from you with a proposal. Okay, and inside that proposal, you're obviously going to put the pricing in there. But... Those are the big things that I wanted to touch upon with discovery calls. Discovery calls aren't that scary, you guys. If if you're making them out to be super scary, then you might need to take a step back and reevaluate how you're doing discovery calls. They should just be a connection with a potential client. There shouldn't be any sort of sales process really going on in between there. That whole, that, all that happens after you send the proposal, after you talk about pricing a little bit, and maybe you'll hop on another call to negotiate and figure out what packages serve that client best. But the initial discovery call, it is just, you know, pretend you're the the interviewer at a red carpet event. This person is the main character, like the big star of the show, and you're the interviewer. And you're going to be asking them all the questions that you need to know in order to write up the best article ever, which is your proposal. Okay, so... Next time you hop on a discovery call, take a chill pill. You're going to be all right. I promise you it's going to be okay. Just take a deep breath and I will see you guys inside the next episode.